game. It's Guy here. That's just ridiculous. Paul Fryer and uh, Guy Kenaway. Yeah, yeah, really good to have you back. Yes, very good. We were just looking at a video of a thing which you use to put down your sink to pull out all the hair that clogs up down there because there's a world going on underground, as we all know, that we don't. We all prefer not to look at, which is beneath our feet where the tubes are. Yeah. You're only six feet away. In, in a big city, you're only six feet away from a DJ, they say. From a rat, obviously. But this video, they put it down the sink and you twirl a twirly thing. Yeah. And it, what it does is it gets one hair that's sticking out of the hairball and it goes around it and then it just comes out like basically... Like a sort of, sort of corkscrew. Instead of, ex ex instead of pulling corks, you're pulling hair. It's it pulls out a strangulated rat-like mass of pubes and head hair, which is obviously blocking up your system. Yeah. And these are the things that mix up with fat, aren't they, from the uh, sinks, because people pour fat down the sinks to, to, generate, to generate a fatberg, yeah. Fatberg. They now think fatbergs could be a bit like ambergris, so they could be worth something. You, we drill into them and pull, pull, drill into them, pull, pull them some elixir of life no, they're out thinking of, of the fatberg. No, of using just, them for... Just squeeze on a tampon. And no, no, using an energy source. Use for an energy source. Oh, right. Well, what, well, well, hold on. What, what, what's a fatberg going to do to us energy-wise? Well, it's it's, it's going to slow us down, Paul. It's full of fat. It's going to slow us down. So what they're talking about, guys, is distilling the fatberg into energy. Right. Boiling it down. It's handy. That it's That's a nice job. <laughs> a minimum wage. Rendering. Rendering Boiling fatbergs. Fat Right, lad, you just just dig out with the spade, pop it in there, the I'll be in the office. I think what they're talking about is having a system now where the fatbergs are automatically deployed into some sort of machinery which takes them off to the fatberg place where they're right. incinerated. So instead whatever. of it being a sewage farm, there's a fatberg uh, distillery. Coll collection device, yeah. like a train or something. Refinery. Yeah. And, it, and basically, then it drips the oil from the fatberg into the jet, into the uh, furnaces. Right. Keeps the home fires burning when the propellers aren't spinning at sea. Right. In the downtime. Right. They're talking about running propellers. They've got a really clever thing going on there, Guy. Because obviously, you know, like propellers, you know, when they're at sea. Yep. What are they called? Wind farm. Yeah. So when the wind blows, <clears throat> you get absolutely loads of energy. More than we can use. And when the wind doesn't blow, when the wind blows, the cradle will rock. When the when the when the, when the wind blows, the shit come. <laughs> Fabio, <laughs> when the wind blow, the shit come. No. Anyway, go on. But no, what it, what it was was that I was reading about this, and they were saying, well, they've got a problem because it's batteries. You know, they have to use batteries to store all this energy. Right. Batteries are really expensive, difficult to manage, dangerous tend to catch fire. And then somebody had the bright idea of using the power. And you can never find one when you need one. No, you never Even though you fucking bought one. Wrong size. Yeah, exactly. But someone's had the bright idea of using that power to compress air into cylinders. And then... So they're our battery. Yeah, and so the compressed air then runs the, the turbines on the, in the downtime. Ingenious. Ingenious, isn't it? Right, and that is the man that we need. On the job, yes. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to take him. We're going to torture it out of him. <laughs> no, we don't need to. He's told us all this. <laughs> I, I, I have an instinct for this kind of thing. It's on, <laughs> and the man's withholding information. No, no, it's on No, I think we're going to have to take him to a basement and torture him. Torture him anyway. <laughs> See what else he knows. I, I can tell he's lying. If that's what he's put online, what else does he know? <laughs> Let's just torture him and get, get some information. Get some other information. What does the torturer do? 
after he's been on the job for like eight, 12 hours, mm. when he realizes or he's told by someone that the person he's torturing definitely does not know. Or is the wrong person. Is the, is the wrong person, that's simple enough. What does he do? Did you go and say sorry? No, he kills him. Oh, no, 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 no. They no. have to, yeah, obviously. Oh my God, Paul. It's, a, it's a very tough gig. Have we been on torturers before? No, I don't want to talk on, about on the trade, on the trade, on the get, the industry. The people, kids now, there are courses for everything. And, they, well, and it's, it's a dog eat dog <coughs> world. And you have to pick a trade where there's some demand and demand for that. there's some training. Mm. And I, someone's got to do it because it seems to me that most states have a big special rendition. Right. That's just popping on a private jet. I'll do that. So popping on a private jet somewhere where there's no rules. And then keeping them quiet in the back seat. Yeah. <laughs> no, you do it the normal way. <clears throat> Seven Lark whiskeys. <laughs> Seven whiskeys and a man of God. And a cop, cop of Mayfair. No <laughs> <Little> guy. <laughs> so most people on private jets. He can watch. He can watch. Um, watch the telly. Yeah. Yeah. He can watch the old James Bond episodes. And yeah. yeah. Anyway, he, that's private rendition. We're not not, not got private with rendition. Public. Private what's called special rendition. Private rendition. Well, well, and that's I think you'll find that something quite different. Guys. <laughs> private rendition. Petty kidnapping. Do you know about that? Goes on in countries in South America. Mm. Have I told you about this? No. It's just, and I know you... It's where they kidnap people they can't be bothered with. For like, no, you kidnap people for 50 quid. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it's really easy. What you do is, is that you just go <laughs> around your you neighbourhood. Oh, is it you again? Yeah. And you, and you just take a woman or a child, you put them in, your, in a sitting room, and then you take their phone and you ring the person and say, if you want them back, it's 50 quid. And the person naturally goes, okay, well, that's, that's a deal. And you get your 50 quid and you give the child back. And they are unlikely to call the police because it could go wrong or, and it will escalate. And the, I guess the guy says, well, if, by the way, here's the thing, is if you don't pay me 50 quid, the next one is 10 grand, all right? And it's petty kidnapping. And, it's, and it, I think it's coming to us at any time soon because it seems to me almost the perfect crime because everyone's going to pay 50 quid for their child. Come on. I know that Paul Getty didn't pay. He, he, he didn't want to pay the money, did he, for his kid? Yeah. Uh, do, do you think that affected the child later on in life? That your father wouldn't pony up to have <coughs> you rescued? I think it affected the child in that the child was dead. No, no, no. He just had his ear cut off, didn't he? Did he? His ear? Didn't they send his ear? Yeah, I think they cut his ear off. I don't think they killed him. I think they rescued him, didn't oh, they? Did they? Well, then his dad would have gone, look, justified. You're free, aren't you? Yeah, you're right. But still, as you heard them on the phone, Such going, a fucking no what do you mean you won't pay? You'll go, Dad, you're not coming through for me. Shocking. It's not nice, is it, Paul? No, I wonder what other petty versions of crimes you could have. You couldn't have petty rape. No, there's no such there's thing no as such petty thing. rape. We know that there's a long... What about uh, petty bank robbing? <laughs> With a note saying, give me 20 quid or uh, I'm going to have a wee. <laughs> I'm going to piss myself here and now and it's going to cost you 100 to get it cleaned up. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, that's not I'm going to do a poo. 50 quid or I'm doing a poo right here and you'll have to get it cleaned up. Just give me the money. I'm not sure about the bank robbing. Petty bank <laughs> robbing. That, that is like defecating in public spaces. <laughs> to get money. <laughs> to, get, to get money. Threatening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what about petty window cleaning? Petty, what do you mean? Petty window cleaning. What do you mean by that? Well, you go window cleaning for small amounts of money instead of charging everyone loads of money. What, you're just saying three quid I'll do your house? Yeah. That's yeah. the capitalist economy. No, then you work. don't do it. 
Oh, then you don't. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. But who is going to pay before you do the windows? We say if you don't, I'll Part clean the windows. Do. All right, right out of the frames. Twenty quid. Yeah, I'd go. That doesn't. Seem that's to the money, money with menaces. Yeah, <laughs> that's another. Cra- no, no. I would go. No, but I did pay the other day one hundred and sixty quid to have my windows cleaned. Did you? One hundred and sixty quid. How did that feel when they finished? There were three of them. And they worked for about, I would say, three hours. They had to get there, have to get back. They had their truck, they had a van, they had the proper equipment, they had the, they had the brush with a little hose in it, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Extendable brush. And afterwards, there was a visible difference. Well, I would have fucking well hoped so. <laughs> After nine man hours and 160 quid. Nine man hours, was that 20 quid an hour? Two nines, 100. No, no, a bit less. 18 quid, yeah. I don't know, you've got to let the people eat. So what happened though? Was it any good or what? Was it worth the money? Well, I thought that that's what it's going to cost. You know? I would have done that for you for 40 quid. You wouldn't. I would. You would have broken tiles. You would have... I you wouldn't, Guy. I would have done it for puffed. 40 quid. You, it's quite hard to get some of my windows. I'd have took the money. And, and then fucked off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't... Thank God I didn't... I was leaving anyway. Deploy the Paul Fryer. You put me up to this. I, I never, the idea never entered my head. I would go into service as a butler if I had to. What, like petty butler? No, I'd just be like a good butler. Guy the butler, remains of the day. Don't you think I'd make a good butler? Yeah. I've thought ahead, sir. I'd love it if I... I've, I've, I've removed <clears throat> the last lady's slippers from my bed. I've removed I could afford it, my butler? Yes! Of course Would I you? I've thought ahead, sir, and I have removed... Guy, guy, certain it. Item if I was to pay you... the bedside table, because I knew... 20 grand a month, would you be my butler? Yes. 10 grand a month. Well, hold on. What, what kind of negotiation is this? I'm just seeing how, how much it would cost me. Well, if you paid me 20, you'd get full butlering services. Well, I'm and I'd be think I would be the Jeeves to your Bertie Wooster. In fact, there's quite a lot of similarities already in there, because Jeeves was, uh, although of lower the birth... The brains of the operation. He was the brains of the operation. Well, I think you'll find I'm the one who's of lower birth here, Guy. I know, I know, I know. So I think you're was, much more Bertie Wooster than I am. Well, not much, but I, I. But anyway, I think in character, I'm more. I'm more Jeeves guy. I've thought ahead, sir. You're like, your reality is very flexible. I have. Uh, it is. Yeah, I have thought ahead, sir, <laughs> and I have removed the item that you may <laughs> have forgotten since you left on so your bedside me, table. Me. Uh, oh, thank would you, you like Jeeves. to use the other bedroom, sir? <laughs> thank you, Jeeves. We haven't had time to. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, thank you, Jeeves. Very good. Very good. Is that what you'd do for me? Of course it would. What would you do for me then? Polish your mirrors. Polish my shoes. Polish, do everything. That would be great. Do everything. I could be your, I could be your drug steward. I don't need that. Oh, right, okay. I was hoping... You're terrible (laughs) at that anyway. (laughs) What do you mean? You're terrible at it. Okay, anyway. I would, I would uncork your wine. I would, I would turn down, turn back your bed, line your slippers up. Align your slippers. Iron my newspaper. Iron your newspaper. Put your gloves, cane and hat on the hall table. Yes. All the things that a gentleman needs. Would you blow off my stylus? Would I blow? I would blow off your stylus. I would get your stylus. <laughs> but there's no sex. Actually, the, the, the absence of sex from the Wooster, from the Wooster uh, books is a, is is quite an achievement because um, Bertie has no sexuality at all, really, and yet he's not gay. And neither does the butler. No, neither does. But he has no he has no private life at all. It's it's. It's beautifully written like that, and it, and it it doesn't become a problem. 
I think there may be, I don't know the Earth well enough, but, the, but there may be an occasion where Jeeves does get a girlfriend, I can't remember. That would certainly, the whole thing would start toppling. Um, it couldn't happen. That, that would threaten everything. That's right? what The Remains of the Day is all about. It's about when the butler gets, um, you know, he has some love interest, doesn't he? You know, I don't remember that. That's actually. great. So love, I, I love that uh, kind of patrician style that it's written. Mm, it's wonderful. So nice. Mm. So reassuring. Yeah. Before, you know, lots of the very, very few jabbing short sentences. That's right. mellifluous and mellow. The tone. Yeah. Slightly... And solid as well as an oak. Yeah. Refectory yeah. table. Yeah. Yeah. Really lovely. Uh, told about... Story told about an English aristocratic coward and fascist. Yeah. Who, who doesn't even realise he's a fascist. Yeah, who's st and trying to be really nice about it. See it from his point of view. I love that. To find someone really unreasonable and to write a very um, sympathetic account of their life. That's what I'm going to try and do with this playboy in this new book. Yeah. He's a... He's a badger. Yeah. He's a, it, kind of metaphorically and, and perhaps literally. And he's a, and he's a, a roué, Paul. Mm. He's a rogue. Roué. And uh, he's a ladies' man. And he's completely out of date in the era of me too. where you got this character from. I'm looking at you, Paul, for good reason. No, I'm looking at you, I'm guy. Looking at, uh, 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 I'm looking at you. And, and he's completely out of step in this Weinsteinian age. What are we going to do with you? Step? No, you're not. You're because you, you have a, a puppyish charm. <laughs> puppyish, boyish charm. I'm old guy. You said yeah, I was old you, today. But you don't seem like it. You said I was old today. No, I said. I said the thing is, is that um, I, I'm 62 and I consider myself young. But you can't do that anymore, guy. I can't do that. It's ridiculous. It's ludicrous. If 62 is young, when's middle age? Mm. Right. It's, it's, it's absurd. Okay, I've got to accept I'm at least middle age. But even then, when's old age? I haven't got... Old age is the last two years of your life. Okay. It's when you lose it, basically. That's when you're regarded as old. Oh, that's nice. Okay, so that's it's like a flexible one. So people always go, oh, and it was so young. And it's like they're in the mid-70s when they die. And I think, I'm probably not going to last that long. That's too young to go. Mid seventies, but it used to be used to be a fair crack. I think that's a fair crack of the whip. It depends really what uh, what what you've done. I think if you've lived a proper life, what you've done. If you've lived a proper life and you've and you've and you've had some fun and you've got some things together. What do they say? They used to say, plant an avenue, build a house. Oh. It's not doing very well for you. This Chunk have off. a son. No, I haven't done any of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't exactly plant so, an avenue. Have yeah. you planted an avenue? Yeah. No, you haven't. I have. Where two. Where? One in France and one in uh, Wales. All right, so you've planted two avenues. In fact, I've slightly done one in, in Pilton as well, but that's a bit, bit, bit of a wonky one. And what about this other thing? Have a son. Yeah, what was the other one? Masturbate, was it? Guy, that's really shit, don't say Oh, no, you've done that one. Stop it, Guy. <laughs> Until your wrist hurts. Guy, stop it. You're not even putting that in. It's so horrible. <laughs> It's not even funny. I'd like to withdraw that remark. Just be horrible. Anyway, but I know, Paul, the fact is, is that you have truly lived a life. Yes. You have, you have loved, you've been, let's, let's, set a new, let's set a new standard. If you have loved, no, and if you have been loved. This is the question of the 42 assessors. Oh, what's that? It's the, well, there are 42 questions, so I'm not going to bore oh, you with God, them all. No. But the last one is, Three. is there is one that is glad that thou hast lived? Oh, no, I could never pass that test, would I? I don't know. That's the big one, isn't it? 
Well, actually, I would walk it. Because yeah. what, what does it cost them to be nice to me? No, I'm dead. Yeah, exactly. I'm dead. They're all nice to me. Yeah, they're anyway. going to go, oh, I'm glad that guy lived. On this subject, you know, about what you do in your life, I read this the other day, you know, like Jack of... And I knew that Kira... I knew that this one, right, that... Um, Bert, um, Paul's reading something off the phone, which is very, very unusual. Because I just want to say... No, because I thought this the other day. Of all the quotes that Paul's ever done on this, he's never read one before. That's yeah, but I was trying to remind myself of what they are. Okay, but well, what this is, one... Because everyone used to say to me, you know, um, great minds think alike, right? And it was my grandma who used to say, yeah, and fools seldom differ. Do you, do you know that one? No, I've never heard that, Paul. Only a million times. But some times. people haven't heard oh, it. for God's sake. Fools seldom differ. Everyone knows that. All right, well, listen to this. Cliche, Did you know boring this remark. Did you know this one? Vicar. The blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. And that's where blood is thicker than water comes from. The blood of the covenant is thicker than... Or the water of the womb. Meaning that agreements are stronger than family. Okay, all right, fine. Your point? Just saying that you that all. Are is you all. just going to pick random no, stupid things? We were talking no, about this something. Is the one. Different. We're talking about what makes a man. You just got off on this. Yeah, but that's the that one. That's just another example. I know. Fool, I was just wanting to say. <laughs> yeah, all right. Listen to this. As if it was like a. Yeah, but so, listen to this. Right, listen. listen. Jack of all trades and master of none. Uh-huh. Right. What's the next bit? I've had enough of this. Go and get me my gun. Jack of all trades and master of none. Did you know there was a second half to that? No. Oh, well, you're not so full of yourself now, are you, Kenaway? <laughs> Do you, would you like to know what it is, or should we just move on? Let's first hear this, it, then we'll decide. This is we'll actually what we're talking about, isn't it? Jack of all trades, but master of none, but better than a master of one, is the original phrase. So what they all were saying in the old days, if you want to have a full life, do lots of different things. But jack of all trades is not better than master of one. It's all, it's, it's all saying, it's saying absolutely the opposite. Better to master one thing than to... No, be, than listen to, again. Than, than to no. I'm, I'm going to redo it because you're not paying attention. <laughs> or you're having a senior moment. But this is it. Jack of all trades. <laughs> master of none. But no, but master, but master, master of none. No. But better than a master of one. Yeah, Okay. You have added that last... That, I that did last, not! That's the original phrase! Because it completely contradicts, contradicts the, t- the couple that comes before it, one. And two, it's drivel. Well, I'm just saying... It's that's, wonderful that's, to be master of one thing. That's the original phrase. We, we completely look at, you know... Well, h- h- let's take a case in point. Lucian Freud, you see? How many things are you good at, Guy? Me? Well, not very many. Well, funny that. See, I'm good at quite a lot of things. You are indeed. And I hear, particularly in the bedroom department... Guy, stop it. Is that what you're going on? Guy, will you stop <laughs> saying these horrible you things? You had a little smile on your face. Here we go. Stop it. <laughs> Guy, stop. <laughs> right, it's not even funny. No one wants to hear this shit. Stop it. <laughs> so what are you, stop it. What are you good at? Well, I can do stuff. What are you particularly good at? Guy, I'm good at things. Name me one. Plumbing. Fixing cars. Yeah, Draw. you are quite good. No, well, you, you, you know, but you're not, you're not, you're like a jack at that. Drawing. You're, like, you're not, you're not, you're not, yes, but you're not Leonardo. Singing. That, that's a, sing, yeah, you're singing, you're quite a good singer. Actually, you're quite good at those things. But I, I can do loads of things. Would you say you're master at them? That's what I'm saying. I'm not a master of any of them, but I am a jack of all trades. And the original phrase, it said, it was better to be a jack of all trades than master of one because, and if you think about it, it's true. 
Because if the trade you go into for some reason falls out of fashion, then you're fucked, you can't earn any money. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're trying to say. Better to learn lots of things. Right. So it's used, life. like the King Canute thing, it's used in exactly the opposite way it was designed. This, oh, bingo, now we get there. <laughs> we finally get there. So, guy, you're beginning to understand what these, what these phrases are about now and why I brought it up. Back off. Fully in context as well. <laughs> Bravissimo. <Back> <laughs> Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Fuck off. Can I just explain to you Congratulations. And now the booby prize. Would you like to guess this one? Can I just explain something to you, Paul? Oh, for God's sake, are you hilarious sometimes? Oh, my God. Birds of a feather flock together had a second half. Do you know what it was? Yeah, right. Birds of a feather flock together, but a lot of people who are quite similar fuck off and do completely separate things. No. Well, good try. (laughs) Until the cat comes round. Right. Hold on. That's introducing a whole other element. Which it's a whole is, new dynamic. Yeah. To me, that's over-egging it. You just both oh, of them the flock together. It's absolutely fine. Cut, print. No, guy. Uh, no, we've got one more line. I'm sorry, darling. We've done it now. We're moving on to the next scene. Curiosity the cat killed the cat. Curiosity killed the cat. Um, and then it ate the mat. No, what? What did it do? But satisfaction brought him back. Oh yeah, actually, I remember hearing that. So you think I've made these up, but I haven't. These are real. Yeah. And they all mean the opposite now in common parlance that they did when they were first introduced. Isn't that interesting? Well, no, it's not really saying that. It does. If you think about it, without the second part of them. Well, can you, can you please explain to me how the cat was brought back from being killed? That's one of the mysteries. It's not. It's that someone has just tacked something on that is pure fucking bullshit, and I suspect it's you. No, it's not. Because you can't say curiosity killed the cat and then there'd be an and, because the cat's dead. Something brought him back. Uh-uh. That bit makes well, no sense. Well, he obviously didn't die, a bit like Jesus. <laughs> oh, right, okay. You know, oh, so yeah, curiosity... Did Jesus die and, and raise... Was, so was, was curiosity threatened the cat. And satisfaction. That doesn't sound as good, does it? No, it doesn't. So you're not going to write that, are you? What about Jesus? You know, this is the thing. Did Jesus die and and then was brought back to life by God? Or perhaps he just didn't die, guy, and he escaped. Are you you asking me? I'm just telling you that that that's obviously what happened. I think it's a bit more likely that people lied about it than it happened. Lied about, him, lied about the fact that, that, Jesus, that God took him back up to, into heaven. Well, rose the, him from the, the, the dead. The, yeah, I think it's a bit more likely that there was a misunderstanding because I know a little bit about biology and physics and I know quite a lot about so pe- you think people's God ability to make, sto- to, to make stories. And, no, I think that's very unlikely. Well, so that's my point, but, so do I. But you, you listen to that's me. That's my point. I hate it when you, I'm agreeing with you and you, like, attack me. I hate when I'm when I'm telling you something and then you think you've... You, you, say, think, think you get the solutions if you've just thought of it and it's the thing I've been trying to tell you all along. All right. Brainy one. I'm not being brainy. I'm just saying. I, I just take off I'm my mic and have a conversation with you. A and you're like a lunatic. Go on, listen. I just listen to Paul. Off he goes. No, no, no. You're the one who, who does the monologues. You've me. lost weight, Bella. Have I? Yeah. You, you like a restaurant, don't you, Paul? Not as much as I do, though, do you? I love a restaurant. Because you're not so into food, into one big meal as me. You, you like two greys, don't you? Well, I do like, I just like dining out. Is that because you, what, what, what do you? Yeah, I like I know you like a, a small meal, though. Yeah, but I, I like the social aspects of, of, of being in a restaurant. Me too. I love drinking what do you wine. Like? What do you like? And I love grappa. And, I like and being I love the conducted to my table, and it's a satisfactory one. Yeah, it's not the best. I, it, it, I would never. Have, I, I have never in Sometimes my entire life. Sometimes it is. 
Well, a good restaurant, actually, there isn't really a very big hierarchy in tables, I think. No, that's true. A really good one. Yeah. Is that there isn't kind of obviously one better than the other. And I think that in a way that it was one of the things that they did at the Ivy and at the Woolsey is that there are no obviously kind of, well, actually having said that, and maybe that's a challengeable remark because he, they are seated in terms of seniority. They are, they're like that, rings. Yeah, the, yeah the, 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 there are. And you can be actually. sat in the door, you can be sat in the loo. It's, it's always going to be a bit like that. Yeah, okay. I, I slightly fair. take that back. I'm thinking of, mm. I think you have some other restaurants. Marco's first restaurant, which I went to in Wandsworth, I believe it's called Harvey's, mm. it had a very democratic, um, or, or a very democratic a table arrangement. And I remember walking in thinking, uh, oh my God, this is like, Canteen. Yes, it was. It wasn't because it was. He had very mm. thick white linen, and mm. it was the first time I'd ever had really. And it was very sumptuous. It was. It was napery. It was eighties. It was, yeah, it was yeah. the era of napery and upholstery and pelmetry and all that. It was yeah. the eighties. You know, through, through. sort of stuff. And although it, actually his was quite pared back, there was a lot of there was a lot of um, fabric. Mm. Chintz. No, it wasn't chintz. It was. I think it was plain colours. It was cream and white. Mm. But uh, there was a lot of it. You felt, yeah. you felt very, yeah, it felt opulent, exactly. But the t- the, it wasn't like there were much better tables than the other. I seem to remember. But, uh, uh, but um, what about St John? That's quite like that's very. It, it is like it is like that. There isn't yeah. there isn't really at St John's. There isn't really a better position. No, there. not really. They're all kind of. Well, you can be in the basically middle. Basically, we're sort of social democrats. It's nice to be on the wall in St John. Yeah. I like it when. Um, what do you, where are you with bench seating? Where you where you're sharing with strangers? Not for me. No, we I, did it today, actually, we moved table. I was in a restaurant last night where it was like that, and it wasn't a fancy restaurant, but it was very good food. It's yeah. called Silk Road in Camberwell. Funny enough, I've been there because it's close to where Matt and I used to live. It's really good. Yeah. Very hot food. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's too scuzzy for me. It's a shithole, really. Yeah, for me it is. I'm too, I'm too bourgeois. You are very bourgeois. I'm, I'm too bourgeois, in it, and proudly so. What's your favourite restaurant in London, then? Uh, I I like I love what do I what do, where, where do I go I like I think the Savoy Grill I really love do you yeah you little old trashman so I like the you? I like the main restaurant I've been in there in the Connaught you haven't asked me what my favourite restaurants are because you're so fucking I know solipsistic. what it is Burger King isn't it no, was it fish and chip greasy up. spoon no the Golden Hind's quite a good chip shop that's in Marylebone probably never been there though have you definitely not well it's really good you're no, missing right, out right. So tell, me, so tell me, so tell me, what is Paul, Paul Fryer? Mm. Could he, <laughs> I'm sure your life has changed since... since snarky, since, snarky. <laughs> since success... Snork, snarky. Since success has chosen to take you by the hand and lead you away from us normal people. Where do you like to dine? Well, where do you think I like to dine? You like to dine... I'm going all the same places as you, so you I'm like to dine. You. you like to dine at the Woolsey. I like Hicks upstairs, actually. I like the atmosphere in there. What, that huge one? No, the one on the down. The barn one. The one down in... No, the Soho. One, the one in Soho, yeah. I like it. It's, it's got quite, a hard floor for it's quite it's I quite like a carpet on the floor. Yeah, in a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you probably like, what's it then, in Covent Garden? Rules. Tom's rules. Actually, you know, I don't think I've ever been to Rules, because I went to Rules, but it wasn't that one, and someone said it was a different thing altogether. Oh, no, that would... But exactly, a nice and Edwardian. It's very... Uh, oh, it's Victorian, really, Rules. Really. Yeah, Victorian, Edwardian, yeah. Uh, Simpsons of Piccadilly, have you ever been Simpsons there? Simpsons on the Strand, yeah, yeah. I've been there. Have you ever been there? Of course I have. And For the Savoy what, Grill. What were you going there? I was there to dine, guy. You made a surprise roll. That's it. From Had a nice roast. From I said, oh, you... Sonny, come over here. What's your name? So my name's Malcolm. Malk, get us a pint, will you, while you're up. 
Oi, oi, in the street, lass. <laughs> He's in town. <laughs> For the day. <laughs> Beware. Uh, you know, Malcolm. So what is your favourite? Oh, Malcolm. Up, upstairs at Higgs. Malcolm, I know I'm in your corner, but would you mind swapping with that young lady? <laughs> <laughs> Just send her over, will you? I'm not, no offence, mate, but she's a bit easier on the eye than you are. <laughs> Here's a fiver. Changing waiters. Here's a fiver. That's a, that's a, that's a thought. So, um, <laughs> what, you're telling me you've never done that? No, I have not, because I never, I never send food back. I you never don't ask my table with to any aspect of service, do you? No, because what I think is, I am at a restaurant to find out what it's about. Not to tell them what I think they should what, be doing. shit food and drink corked wine? If that's what they do, then I go, well, I won't, go, I won't be going back there. To disappointment. Well, if you're not going back, then why not send it back and get your fucking money back? Because I'm, life's too short to make a horrible little cheap fuss. <laughs> And she just ruined no, lunch. Oh, oh, that, that was no, the lunch no. we went to where Guy asked for his money back. Do you know what it is, Guy? Oh, very it's cool. Cowardice. It's not. It's, just it's a, cowardice. I mean, it's not. It's not cowardice. It's cute. You're sweet, are you? You're just scared, Guy. Yeah. You're scared to get your consumer rights, aren't no, you? No, just leave off yeah. the stage. He's doing this awful thing of Guy, physically. No. Get your hands off me, Paul. My arm on Stop. You. In a, in a, Stop in a fraternal Stop way. Touching me, Paul. No, fuck off. I want to make it clear. No, sit touch down. Him. I'm no. just trying to be kind to Paul, you. Paul, you're not. You're threatening me. What's wrong me. with you? <laughs> you're trying to scare me. I'm not. It's just that you're Paul, really weird. I'll dirt you with my tongue. Your trousers are ridden up. It looks weird. Stop ridiculing me. Look, first of all, he's physically fighting me. Now he's ridiculing my trousers. Don't actually. stroke me. I don't Why? Want to be. If a woman says you don't stroke me, what do you do? All right, all right. Fair enough. Thank all right. You. Thank me you. too. Yes, definitely. Listen, guy, leave me alone. What, what about Sheikis? Tables are close to other, but it's nice. Too close. Yeah. But it's still very nice. You prefer Scots, don't you? I like Scots. Mm. Scots actually is one where there, where there isn't a real hierarchy of tables. It's a bit more. If you're further away from the door. Yeah, they can put you up the back end of the fucking. Oh, no, no. Sometimes when I'm with, uh, well, with you know, quality, I'm <laughs> put up at the back end. Put up quality? What mm. do you mean when you're with quality? You know, with people who. <laughs> what do you mean, Guy? Oh, I don't know. Guy, what do you mean? Guy, like who? Who, do, who is quality oh in your world? <laughs> come on, guys. Don't stop touching guy, me. Come Get on. off me and stop Just bullying me. Ball. I'm not bullying you. I'm talking about a, a generic, it's a generic term. When so, I'm with kind of flash, flash people, flash people who, they, who I would what imagine. flash people? Well, I would <laughs> so who are these flash people, guys? <laughs> the people that when you walk into People Scott, of a certain calibre, you're going to say this. Who are they? Can you just, I'm, can, will you let me answer? Who are they? Will you know? Oh, <laughs> it's, it's horrible. The listener does not want to have this. Guys, stop this bullying. Never mind it. He is on, bullying me. Just get on with it. Can someone please send call Charline on Guy, my behalf? Please, just get on with it. Please. It's the kind of people genius. that when the door don't opens, don't say the kind of people. <laughs> don't believe blue. I want to know who they so are. Fuck off! Leave, leave me alone. Who are they? Like I'm not happy. Who are they? He's Guy? bullying me. Guy, he's bullying me. I'm I, don't, I don't like it. I'm stopping you. I am operating on behalf of the listener to get to the bottom of this. Quality. <laughs>